So, last time, you all were summoned to Catalina Island by the DHEA because there was a crisis that was being caused by the second major signal you got during Halloween. And the DHEA decided, you know, maybe we should uh, maybe we should get the other guys in on this one too. So you all boated out to Catalina and upon making landfall and making your way up the road to the small like resort town, Avalon, which appeared to be under siege, you all were jumped by a quintet of fishmen, Sahagans, like six foot tall monster fishmen with angry, snappy fish teeth and big claws. You managed to dispatch them. Grant froze the south half of the Avalon Harbor with an absolute zero spell. And his sword is stuck in there now for a bit. I'll be getting it back eventually, but not right away. And Roxanne did a little bit of fortune telling to see who the, the greater threat here was because she had been told by one of her angel informants that there was more to this than meets the eye. It was casual, I believe. Yes, it was casual. And now your team, which is a small group of DHEA rank and file soldiers, Ashley Arias, and the SoCal Cell 5 are continuing to make their way up the road to Avalon while the team that's moving along the northern stretch of road of the harbor is trying to meet you there to get a pincer attack going. So, what's the plan, players? I mean... We are in the middle of doing the pincer attack, so... Hmm. We were told that big bright lights are the weakness of this thing, right? Or has Roxanne not gotten around to telling us that yet? I mean, like, I presume I would just say that, like, I think these things' eyes are probably pretty, like, weak to bright lights. I mean, especially considering they're sea creatures attacking a resort town near sundown. Actually, I guess this has been going on for a while, so. It started about an hour before sundown. Oh, this this is like just started then. Yeah. Okay. okay. The you all when you all arrived at the port, not not Avalon, but the mainland port, Eric Jacobson told you that the first call came in about 90 minutes ago. And by the time you got to the Avalon Pier, you had like five minutes to last light. Well, in that case, uh, Grant's gonna spend his person with a plan hold, uh, reach into his backpack and pull out 
uh, the Flash Torch, which is the currently strongest commercially available flashlight that a uh, civilian can buy at 4,100 lumens. That's enough to burn paper. Or fry an egg. <laughs> yeah, fry egg, melt some plastic. There's there's some things we saw in this video that we that I linked. <laughs> and then Grant will go, is this bright enough? And then he'll point it at the ground where there's nothing combustible and just turn it on for a second. And then turn it off. Ashley fucking slaps you in the back of the head, tells you to turn it off because you're giving away their position. I no, I I said I'd turn turn it on for a second and then turn it off. Do you know how light works? <laughs> Do you think this is a lightsaber where the like all of it is contained in a single little tube? <laughs> Did you pass high school physics? <laughs> anyway, point is, think that's bright enough? Just you're gonna have to test it. At least one of you is. Also, the first person to make a Lovecraft joke buys dinner for everyone else. Let's just put that on the table. I'm glad I've only been making them in my head. Okay, I'm just mentally taking stock. So, south half of the bay is... south side of the bay, I guess, is frozen. No, like the, the south half. Okay. I didn't want to say half, because I wasn't sure if it was half, but yeah. You are part way up the road. Okay. All right. You're about halfway up the road between your landing point and the actual town of Avalon. I'm just running through, like, things I could do to make it so we don't get ambushed again. I got nothing on me. Shit, it's a new session. Can I read a bad situation? How about that? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to read a bad situation with my uh, incredibly high sharp score. Well, I rolled a 10, so I guess it works. You get three. I don't really have three questions. I'm basically just going to say, are there any no dangers we haven't noticed yet? So between your omnidirectional vision and the trained government agents here and the career warriors, it nobody finds any more problematic elements between where you are and Avalon. Uh, most important question, then. I have I have a second question. I don't really have a third one I really feel like asking. Is, uh... Mm, holds can be held. Yeah, so, just what's the best way to protect the victims? Is there anything I have not thought of? Honestly, probably... See, see, I want to say split up once you actually get to the town. Let's split up, gang. Okay. Because Avalon isn't big, but it is big enough that if you all just stay as one item, there is a good chance that you'll be too late to save everybody. I mean, obviously, you can't save everybody. There have already been multiple deaths. Yeah, but right. But we'd like to save more than more people than less, or whatever. Yeah. If you have ten people, like moving as a pack and 
picking off singular targets one at a time. That's like you guys will be safer, but you'll also be slower. Yeah, and I'd rather protect people. These guys, like, they're tough-ish, but they are obviously not the big bad, so I wouldn't mind going one-on-one against a couple of them. Okay. okay, so basically, we should probably split up a little, but we should be smart about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like someone who's ranged and someone who's melee together. So oh, like, well, the DHA is kind of ranged. Yeah. And we can all kind of do both. I mean, I have Ashley's other gun, which I need to scroll up and double check the stats about. You not only have Ashley's other gun, you have your five demon bag and also (laughs) true speak. Right. I do have magic. Which I have a fucking name for it now, folks at home. It's true speech. Okay. So we can stop calling it the angelic language. Look. You're right. And then, like, I, do, I might not have my sword, but I do still have my Wolverine claws, and I don't have to worry about civilians seeing me with my Wolverine claws, because as soon as I'm out of their line of sight, they'll forget about me. Didn't you take the entire recovery period to dig out your sword? No. Nope. It, I don't no? have it yet. Oh. The, the recovery period he took to heal. Yeah. My sword is currently trying to dig its way out of the ice by rap- rapidly shrinking and growing. In before anybody makes any sort of joke. <laughs> I think I did that last time. <laughs> yeah, I made that joke last time. In before you say in before. In after. <laughs> I believe we just call that sloppy seconds. <laughs> Good night, everybody. So how are we splitting up, gang? My immediate thought is... Each of us go with a small squadron of DHEA members and like, I don't know, we each take a block. Like, I'm trying to figure out how how the blocks on this in this town work, but like we each take a block, I guess, and then comb that pretty good and then meet back up when we're done with our block. That's a block. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously, like, Ashley can take a block, and then What's-His-Name can take a block. So we don't have to, like, worry about doing the whole town, but, like... Right, I, and there's I think a whole a block other team each. also. But I yeah, guess and there's we're... a whole other team. So, so, like, a block each sounds feasible, and if we finish our block and people need still need some help, we can go help them if they're close enough. Yeah, all right. Sounds pretty good to me. So we have six named characters. And I'll say that we've got six rank-and-file DHEA people. So everybody can get one soldier as a buddy. Okay. And we can split the south half of Avalon into roughly six rectangles of equal size. Yeah, sounds fair. Sounds good. All right. So, the southern team, you guys, make your way up to Avalon. The north team 
is lagging behind. You can see where their muzzle flashes are. And, you know, they, they are having to fight more because they don't have the ability to just freeze the entire north half of the harbor. So they are getting jumped from these submerged Sahagans, the ones who are just laying in wait a lot more than you guys were. And Roxanne has the bright idea to split up and you all talk it out and you figure out, you know, we're setting one like expert individual with one rank and file soldier with a machine gun. And you get your regions figured out. So, who are we following first? Who's first in initiative order? Somebody call it. I don't care who. Call it sounds a lot like Colin. So I was okay. muted, but I yelled at me. But okay, it's Colin. Oh no! If if you want to go first, then you can go first. I I I, I <sighs> was waiting for quiet. someone else. That's why I said it. Okay. So sure, I'm going first. How about that? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. So Roxanne, you and your red shirt. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna make names for it. These yeah, randos. I get you. I'm not gonna. I was thinking like, oh, do I even bother asking his name, or that be cliche? <laughs> Good old Jeff Jefferson. <laughs> the two of you break off and head into your designated section of Avalon, which really they're all extremely similar. It's a bunch of like apartments, basically, but they're like luxury vacation apartments. They're not huge, but they're also not built to like house a family for an extended period. Oh, shit. I was just going to say, do we have a plan for what we do when we find these people? Like, do we have an evacuation point? Well, the South Road is clear and will stay clear, presumably. So just have them make their way in that direction. Yeah, okay. And you can hear fishmen stalking about the area. They, they have a sort of heavy, wet footstep to them, even after being out of the water for a couple hundred yards. So... How would you like to find these monsters as they stalk between houses looking for prey? Hmm. I'm not going to do it. Are you sure? <sighs> Look, they're fishermen. They probably stink. Why don't I turn into a snake and just fucking smell them? <laughs> They're covered in fucking seawater. They're fishmen that are maybe not even necessarily very alive in the first place, if I'm guessing correctly. They probably stink to high hell. Well, definitely smell like fish. So, it sounds to me like you want to roll investigate a mystery to ask where did it go, and you yeah. want your plus one from your shape-shifting move to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just... I'm going to make the roll. 
No, I'm not. Oh, uh, oh I put the plus in. I put the plus in. So six, I rolled... seven, eight. Yeah, I rolled an eight. So you get one. I got one. Where did it go? All right. So you lock on to two that are wandering around your designated area. One of them is kind of hopping between rooftops and the other is skulking about ground level. Is there like a nearby roof access? I mean, you can teleport and you can can take people with you. Uh, Yeah, but I don't. You are the roof access. True, true, true. Okay, well, I mean, I'll make the fucking roll. I've got three weird. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna... And you get your plus one for being a good angel. (laughs) Being a good angel. Yeah, okay. So, I'm going to use angel wings. I'm gonna angel wings me and my buddy, uh, my field trip buddy, up under the roof, and I'm gonna tell him we're gonna take out the uh, one on the roof. I'm just gonna be like, there's one on the roof, there's one down below. We're gonna take the roof first, and then we'll take the one down below from the roof. He nods at you and starts looking around like he's trying to find roof access. <laughs> no, no, no. I've got this. Just stay still and don't let go of me. I grab him by the arm and I'm going to. And I'm going to tell him, I'm going to teleport us. Don't freak out. <laughs> uh, I roll a 10. Roll 10. It works. Nice. Works perfect. Nothing bad happens. So, you appear on the rooftop, and, I mean, you knew where to look because of your investigative mystery role, so you are able to find your target immediately. I'm going to say that because you've had no screw-up so far, you are undetected. I'm debating using the gun, that was all. (laughs) I mean, the other guy's got a gun. He's gonna shoot it, so I should shoot it, I feel like. All right. Well, here's my, here's my logic, right? If I go in, my DHA partner here can't fire because he's going to hit me. And if, and if he fires, it's going to be loud. So our options in, I go in solo and try and take it down, or we both go in loud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The 5D in bag is close magic holy. Oh. I know what I'll do. I'll shoot it with my fucking crossbow. Yeah. Remember that thing? I do remember that thing. Yeah. I'm gonna roll kick some ass. Grant. Yes. You and your red shirt are skulking about your designated sector. How would you like to find your target? I guess I could use my scrying magic to observe another place or time, and by observe another place, I mean, like, just use it to quickly scout, like, an above area, see if I can find it that way. Put your eyes 60 feet up in the air and just stare straight down. Yeah, basically. All right, give me the roll. Okay. Don't forget, you get plus one from your hand. I was actually remembering that. That's 13. 
13. Nice on. So, what was going to happen is, if the scrying worked, I was then going to have you roll Investigate a Mystery to find your targets, but your advanced effect is I'm letting you just skip that step. Thank you. So, you scry, and... I don't know, one magic eye, you've got another magic eye. You are just you didn't turn it on, but your Vox and I just sort of gives you a little bit of passive insight. And you have like clear outlines on a pair of Sahagans that are skulking about this area. All right. Both of them are at ground level and they seem to be doing this weirdly systematically they're like going up to the front door of one of these little bungalows and like pressing the side of their head to it and then just waiting and then stepping back and moving on to the next one it's it's, it's a weirdly intelligent way of going about this okay i will let my red shirt know that they are doing this and that you know they they're probably a little more intelligent than we gave them credit than at least than I was giving them credit for, but uh, I know exactly where they are, so we can probably sneak up on them and ambush them. Since they <laughs> seem to be pretty gung-ho on checking bungalows. So, roll Act Under Pressure to get within combat range without being noticed. Okay. Um, Alright. Just trying to see if there's anything I could do. I do have two forwards if I need them, so... Uh, and I do need one, please. Yeah. So let's make that a seven. So you can get within combat range of them without them, like, locking onto your position, but mm-hmm. you scuff your feet on the pavement a bit. Like, there's sand here that makes your steps a little bit crunchy and a little bit skiddy. Mm-hmm. So... They know that they are not alone, but they do not have your position. They, they both like stopped their scrutiny of all of the houses and like perked up, and their heads are sort of on a swivel now, looking for whatever just made that noise. All right. What do you do? So, what's what's our position from them? Are they like across the street from us, and they're? they just don't know or are are we like in a alley in like like between houses or something you tell me what's your position you are within close range that's the only thing i will define for you okay i kind of want to do a pincer attack with my dhea guy but because i don't know like military like hand signals i will say as quietly as i can tell him to sneak around to the other side of the house we'll do a pincer attack I'll get this one, you get the other one. Yeah, I won't make you roll for that. You can literally, like, cup your hands around his ear and whisper directly into his ear. Okay. And he will nod and start creeping his way around the other side. Okay. And it's quiet and tense because they are still looking for you and, like, one of them starts heading in your direction a little bit and, you know, stops in the middle of the road and looks around, and the other one just takes a couple steps towards another house. And then there's a moment where they're, like, both looking at you, and then you see a quick blink-blink of the flashlight that your buddy has on his gun barrel. All right. So if 
if they're moving closer to me, can I reasonably say that if I leap out and rush towards them, I can get within hand range while still getting like the drop on them? I will make you roll for it, but yes. Okay, so uh, let's do that. I guess you want me to roll Act Under Pressure? Yes. Okay. That's a seven. That's a seven. Okay. What I'm going to do is I'm going to cut your sneaky bonus in half. Okay, fair enough. Um, and then, so, as as I run up to this thing, I activate my uh, Wolverine claws, and then I'm gonna just try and sl- fucking go to town on a fish man. Make some sushi. Yup. Steiner. That is me. That is you. It's your turn. How do you locate your targets? Oh. Since I actually have night vision... I'd like to use my night vision to try to just stake out the situation. Alright. Roll me... Investigate a mystery at a plus one. Okay. Hey. A ten. A ten. I see it too. Okay. Well, let's see. Uh, what is being concealed here? Can I spot them moving around, I guess? I will say what's being concealed here is their numbers. You, like the others, have a pair of targets. You are able to identify two of them. All right. Let's twist where did it go as which one do I have a better chance of getting to silently, I guess. I don't know. That's kind of a big twist, but which one's closest to me? How about this? Uh, Instead of where did it go, where are they going? Sure. The two in your sector are moving kind of randomly. It seems like they just sort of walk around and they got their heads on a swivel and just occasionally they'll turn right, turn left, tuck between a pair of buildings. There doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason to it. And that causes them to, you know, sometimes they're drifting closer to each other. Sometimes they're drifting apart. Like, there's no pattern here, so you can't predict it. But you will be able to react when they are in, like, an optimal configuration for you. So why don't you tell me how you want them, and that's how they'll be when you decide to strike. I'd like them a little bit far apart from each other. I'm going to try to, like, position myself, because what I want to do is, if Roxanne is right and these things are weak to light... I'm wondering what's going to happen if I hit him with enough light to do damage. Alright. So basically what I'm going to do is set up a position to catch one unaware, and since my thing is, my laser rifle is silent, if I can get the drop on him and take him down without the other one noticing, all the better. Okay. Now, you can either like lay in wait and wait for one of them to drift close to you, Or you can roll me act under pressure to sneak up on one of them at the optimal moment. See, you said they're moving kind of randomly, so waiting for one might take a while. So I'm going to take the chance and sneak up on one. Alright, give me the roll. Act under pressure. Well, that's a 12. Stop at a 12. Yeah. Do you have advanced act under pressure? No, I have advanced uh, investigative mystery and kick some ass. Okay. So I'm just going to, like, motion at my uh, DHEA buddy 
to hang back, and I'm gonna try to, you know, sneak up onto a rooftop so I can see the other one and see the one that I want to hit as best right. I can. And speaking of your buddy, what do you want her to do? Like, when you pop off, you're going to be firing a massive beam of light. So they are going to know that something is engaging with them. If I don't drop it in one hit, which probably not, just follow up. Got it. All right. Roll me kick some ass. I rolled a 10. That's an 11. 11, so close. I rolled a 10. What's your extra effect? I'm going to take the uh, plus one forward. You are now up to two forwards. Add a forward? Yes, from successfully casting magic. Oh, I thought I used that, but you know what? It's fine. <sighs> okay, so how much harm does your crossbow do? It only does two. What are all of the tags on the crossbow, by the way? All of the tags on the crossbow. It is two harm, close, quiet, reload. Quiet, okay. Just want to check on that one, because that means you have a chance to remain unseen. The crossbow bolt hits this thing in... I don't know, where. Were, what were you aiming for? Center mass? I mean, where I hit it doesn't really seem important at this point. All right. Yeah, you shoot at center mass. The bolt goes in, but not very far. Seems like these things kind of have big, thick hides that you all were able to deal with with bladed weapons, but maybe a crossbow bolt in so good. And it swings its head around to try and find whatever just shot it. So you can roll me act under pressure to try and remain hidden if you want. I mean, yeah, I may as well. I roll a nine. I have a plus one forward. Okay. I'll use it to make it a 10. Itching. You just like drop to your stomach and the red shirt follows suit and the Sahagan's eyes just like sweep over you. It doesn't see you at all. Nice. You've got another forward. I do have another forward. Let's use that. All right. What advanced effect would you like? I would like to deal double harm. I want to fuck. Right. I want to make some actual sushi. So uh, let's see. Your I think claws my do base two. Base two. I think with the cut in half, it brings it up to three. Sneaky. Gives one. So that turns into six. Yep. And it's ignore armor. I do believe. Yes. All right. So you slash this thing's throat out and it you know clasps one hand over the wound and it's wheezing like it can't suck in air which it's a fish so that's kind of weird but it's a magical fish man so shrug but you might have hit this thing's equivalent of a carotid artery this thing will probably drop dead with a stiff breeze okay and Simultaneous to that, there's the rat-a-tat-tat of your buddy's machine gun ringing out. His shots are much less effective than yours, but he doesn't have fucking magic wolverine claws and a sneak attack skill. 
Yeah. Uh, what's the range on your claws? Is it hand or intimate? Hand. It's hand. Okay. So your Sahagan opponent is desperate, and that means it closes the gap and bites into your shoulder. Take three harm, subtract armor. Okay. And it keeps its jaw, like, locked on your shoulder and is trying to dig in deeper. What extra effect would you like? Uh, let's see. I'm probably far enough away from them that they... Well, they had some sort of spitting thing, didn't they? Or did I dream No, they that? did not. You, you have only ever seen them use claws and teeth. Okay. So far as you are aware, they have no ranged capabilities. I can make a fairly safe assumption that they don't ha- have any way hit me at range. They have a good leap, though, as we've seen, but I am on the roof, and I can duck back. Whatever. Point is being, let's go with terrible harm, because my laser right. rifle only does two. Alright, so it turns into three harm. So what happens is you fire your shot, and there's this bright streak of light, and your target, you know, obviously it can't hear the shot, but it can notice that just the area around it is starting to light up and the its shadow is moving one way. So it turns to look at what's shooting it, and then it raises one arm over its eyes and just gets nailed center mass and starts randomly flailing its arm about. Fast. So you hit it, and you know after your shot resolves and the light dims, it doesn't uncover its eyes. You seem to either have blinded it or scared it into blinding itself. And Interesting. then your buddy rocks up, and she unloads into the same spot that you hit before and it's punching some pretty deep holes you burned and therefore weakened its muscle mass pretty significantly with that shot and you can hear and maybe even see from your elevated position that the other one is heading towards the gunshots but it isn't like looking at you so it doesn't know that you are there Roxanne Hey, hey! you dealt a pretty minor blow to one of them and are still completely undetected. Sorry, I just had a thought and I'm trying to work out how I would make it work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, I should say, you know, mm-hmm. even though they're not present, you can tell that the NPCs are doing things as well. Okay. There's the the silence in the town that you all are breaking to various degrees is further broken by the deafening crack of Ashley's gun punching one, two, three times in quick succession. And the machine gun fire from three other DHEA soldiers... You can't really hear what Emery is doing. Presumably they're doing all right, but there is a, a series of 
red and white and gold flashes from the area of town that you know Magpie went off into. So everybody else is also getting to work. Yeah. Okay, well, I put a small dent in this one. I could just keep plinking away at it with my fucking crossbow, but that doesn't seem like the smart move at this point. So... I'm gonna pull out Ashley's gun and shoot the goddamn thing. Alright, roll kick some ass. I rolled an 11. I still have a forward, don't I? Yep. I want to use that forward. Okay. I want my attack to inflict double harm. <laughs> well, that, uh. <laughs> Congrats. You fucking turned this thing's head into paste. There's this. You know, you, you line up your shot, you pull the trigger, and. There's the usual, like, almost bone-shattering recoil that you are ready to deal with in your big, tough angel form. And there is the deafening crack of the gun firing. And then the bullet connects with your target's head, and the entire thing just turns to pudding in a spray going with the bullet's trajectory. It's dead. You've killed it. Congrats. Huh. What happens now? Well, what happens now is you can hear the one on ground level, freshly alerted to your presence, but unsure of your exact location. The, uh, the sort of front big, wet, heavy as it jumps up onto the roof and lands with a solid thud and is like actively scanning, trying to find you. Roll, act under pressure at a minus one to remain hidden if you'd like. I mean... No, I'm just gonna fucking charge this thing. Alright, I'm not I'm not giving you another attack action, I'm just wondering, like, how this rolls out. Yeah. Okay, so you, you stay upright and it immediately can tell where you are. Yeah, like, all I do is I basically move to intercept it, and, like, I move to be at a uh, perpendicular, like, angle to it, so that I can engage with it, and my DHCA buddy can shoot without repercussion. Yeah, speaking of, he does get an action, and when he sees that you are just casting stealth aside, he's like, all right, time to light him the fuck up. And he gets into the kneeling shooting position to keep his aim nice and steady and just unloads into this fresh target. Grant. Yes. You have a big mean Sahagan digging its teeth deep into your shoulder and it hurts like a motherfucker, but also, you could probably kill this thing with a stiff breeze. You know, you say a stiff breeze, so uh, I'm going to go with... I'm going to pull out my wand because uh, this guy... As far as I know, the only DHEA agent who knows for sure that I don't need the wand, and I even then, then I still say that I don't need the wand around her, 
is Ashley. So I pull out the wand, point it right at this thing's gut, and I'm going to, uh, let's see. One. All right, Colin, hmm. I want to caution you about something here. This thing has its teeth dug into your shoulder, and if you oh. blast it away, your shoulder might go with it. Okay, fair enough. What's another arm? In that case, I'll point my uh, the, the wand between the one that's on me and the one that this guy's firing at, and I'll use it as a ball instead of a blast, so that way I can affect both of them, help him out a little bit. All right, give me the roll. Eight. So that's a total of two harm with the forceful tag as well. Yeah, forceful is the thing that moves them around. Yes. So I I will move his target like closer to him so that he gets a better shot. And also hopefully it stumbles a little bit. And like I won't move mine at all. I just kind of want I just kind of wanted to die. But like one harm to the one that he's shooting at one harm to mine. Uh, so that's that's how area works, right? You have to. Split yes, that the is up. how area works. So here's the here's what I'm going to give you. Here's what I'm going to give you. Mm-hmm. So I, I I know I said that you could kill them with a stiff breeze, but you have dealt zero harm to this thing. So what happens oh, is oh it's oh oh they have one armor. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. However, zero harm doesn't mean no effect. Mm-hmm. So you have displaced your enemies. The the wind was enough that the Sahagin dislodged from your shoulder, but not so much that it was violently dislodged. So you're not getting like your shoulder torn out by it. Okay. So you have gotten it out of you, so it can't get free hits just by clenching its jaw tighter. Congratulations. Okay. And you have set up your buddy to hit his target extra hard. So he's able to just blow this one of this thing's arms off. Just completely take it out. So a, a wet squelch as it is dismembered and hits the ground. Steiner. Okay, so... The first one, dead? Yes? No? No. No, okay. Half dead. Half dead. Okay. But blinded. Interesting. I want to keep using my laser gun, because that has limited uses. Okay, alright. Here's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use far cut to try to finish the first one off. First of all. Alright. Roll plus weird. That's a seven. That's a seven. How much harm does that deal? Uh, it does three, but it doesn't do that. It doesn't have the armor piercing tag. Okay. You cut a pretty deep slice across its midsection. You probably cut a few vital organs in half judging by how deep that is, but it's still not dead. It is almost dead, but still not. However, you've got a buddy who's able to just jump in and hose it down until it doesn't exist anymore. So, first one, down. Alright, now without giving away my position, I want to signal to buddy that the second one 
is moving on their position. <laughs> she takes note and retreats. Just right. backs off a bit. So I'm hoping that the second one is still going to be unaware of me. It's still heading to the last position where I heard the noise, so hopefully I can get a drop on it, too. Yeah, when your next turn comes around, you'll have a good shot at it. NPC rounds, there's, you know, again, you can't see the actions, so I, I don't have to describe them in detail, but there's yet more machine gun fire, yet more bangs from Ashley's gun, and yet more flashes of colored energy from Magpie doing something somewhere. Roxanne. All right. You know what? Let's let's fucking bust out the five demon bag. All right. What is the, what does the five demon bag do? Okay. So you you say the word in true speech that Adel taught you to transform it into the five demon bag, and I don't know what form it was in before, but it it turns into this silver sack it it still feels like metal to the touch but it's like it's it's a satchel that you might like store your lunch in it's 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 not small this this isn't something that like fits in the palm of your hand i've got the mithril bag (laughs) it's more meant to be like tied to your belt and sit on your hip and as you put your fingers into the Okay, I'm going to say this anyways. As you put your fingers into the hole and pull them apart so it opens up, a quintet of... There's there's no other way to describe them other than mini angels just kind of fly out of it. They all have the same sort of... You know, again, they're, they're all unique, but it's the same sort of genre of weird, abstract shapes that all of your angel friends have. Right. And they don't say it out loud, but you hear a voice in your head that just says, commands. I point at the Sahagin and I say, hmm, do I need to command it in the true speech? I guess. Uh, I point at it and say, kill the Sahagin, that is. Yeah. They, they understand true speech carries intent. So the, all five of them like swivel and dart. Yes. And you can feel as they begin like issuing waves of energy, just pure untyped force out of their bodies at this thing, that it is pulling energy from you. Oh, that's weird. So that's a nine. Nine. I do not get an extra effect. You do not get an extra effect. So that is three harm, I do believe. Yes. Three harm. Close magic hole. Alright, so there's the sounds of pure force hitting wet meat. It's a lot of thumping squelches and the whatever sort of skeletal structure this thing has beneath its skin can be broken so one of its arms just like starts turning in way the wrong direction and its chest is caved in in a few places 
and you know these things came from you, and they're out of arm's reach for the Sahagan, so it's going to close distance on you. And this is what I wanted. Slash you across the chest. Take three harm, subtract armor. Okay. But as it is crossing this distance to cut you, your buddy's got time to get a few shots in. So by the time it does slash you, it's in real bad shape. You probably kill it with one more hit. Grant. Hello. Hello. So I would like to use wind magic to slam this hoggin into his friend so that way it knocks his friend over and hopefully sets up my buddy even more. All right. Give me the roll. That's a seven. So, hey. um, That's a seven. That was going to be blast of wind. So that's a total of three harm. All right. Tell me, where are you hitting it? Um, I'm imagining, like, when I dislodged it, I... I'm imagining that, like, it dislodged in a way that, uh, that, like, I'm standing in front of it, but it's, like, standing side to side with its friend. So, like, I make a gesture that's, like, horizontal with my wand, and I just hit it in the shoulder, and it just ended up flying into his friend. All right. Well, something about the direction of you hit it pushed a bone into a vital organ, and this thing is dead before it hits its friend which means that it just fucking ragdolls and there is a secondary crunch as the one lands on top of the other. And from this prone position, your buddy just empties the magazine and there's just kind of a smoking pile of monster sushi on the ground now. All right, uh, I look at him and I ask, is there anything that you guys need to do here or should we go help somebody else? Also, you got to eat that. <laughs> let's get the civilians evacuated. Let's, All right. get our, yeah. let's get our sector clear. Okay, sounds good. Steiner. Well, I guess what I said earlier is the other one is now moving towards the location of the last one. So I want to just like, position myself to get a opening shot on it. Alright. Roman kicks some ass. Give yourself a plus one. Okay. I should do that thing. And what are you attacking with? Uh, the laser cannon again, because the blinding, it seemed to work pretty well. Yeah. Well, hello there. That's a 14. <laughs> I can say 14. Uh, double harm. So your laser cannon does two base? Two base, yeah. Alright, so you put a fucking double charge into this shot just to capitalize on your surprise attack, and again, this thing like goes to cover its eyes as it turns to look at whatever this oncoming strike is. And it's got one hand covering one eye each, and so it, it is plugged, like, I don't know. What are you aiming for? Center mass? Yeah, it worked pretty well last time. All right. You fry the center of its chest. You evaporate the center of its chest. You can see its bones and organs now. They are exposed to the air. Gross. Which means that 
your buddy can turn it into fucking soup on the inside. And it's 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 dead. It dies. I climb down from my rooftop first, just like thumbs up. She returns the thumbs up and begins like knocking on doors and calling out evacuation orders. Well, I'll just follow their lead then. Do the same. That seems productive. Yeah. Roxanne, maybe you want to try and finish off your opponent? Yeah, I know exactly what I'm going to do. Hey, it came in to slash me, right? I'm going to fucking yeah. grab it. I'm going to fucking grab it and steal its health. Do I'm it to it. You roll kicks some ass. I rolled a nine. You rolled a nine. Nice. And that's two harm, ignore armor. Yep. Intimate. It you suck every last bit of life out of it. It it gets a return hit on you, so you are healing for a net one. I'll take it. But it, it only gets that one final slash across your chest before it just drops dead completely empty. Like all my wounds just fucking heal up and then it slashes me like in the exact same spot. <laughs> I just give a thumbs up and I I guess I should go teleport my guy down because we're both on a roof. Yeah, I won't make you roll for that one. Yeah. So, all three teams, or rather, all six teams, you can hear the sounds of battle fading start evacuating out their sectors. Each of you finds, you know, between one and ten people hiding out here, and you just all direct them down to the speedboats, tell them, you know, head along the south road to the, the large port. There will be multiple boats there. Just hide there. Notably, and I know it doesn't make a difference because this is a, part, a port that's been attacked by monsters. I do turn back into a human to help with it before I start helping evacuate people. Yeah, that's pretty valid. And as you all finish your evacuations, you head to the secondary pier, the long one that runs up the center of the harbor. You all sort of meet at the mouth of the pier. You all arrive one at a time. I'm not going to determine the order because I don't want people going, haha, you're the last one to show up. Is it not frozen? It is frozen, yes. It is okay. partially destroyed because of the expansion of the ice, but it exists enough that you can use it as a landmark. Okay. And as the last of your team arrives, you can hear that the sounds of battle haven't faded entirely, which means that Jacobson's unit must be working on the north half of Avalon. All right. Uh, but we're like regrouped, right? Yes, you are all regrouped. Grant, mm -hmm. your shoulder wound is bleeding like a motherfucker. Oh, great. They have like leech properties. Cool. Yeah, that bite wound is, like, even with your enhanced wizard toughness, wellness, that wound is not closing. 
Can I try magic it closed? You can try, but you're getting a minus one to the roll. Okay, so I don't get my hand bonus. Can I try doing it for you so somebody without a magic um, minus one does it? Or is uh, it just you, because... You would get it too. It's it's the nature uh, of the wound, it's... not the nature of the caster. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was because he was trying to do it that it was happening. Well, I, I mean, it. either way, it would have been a plus three because my hand gives me a plus one anyway. That's fair. Eleven. Eh, all right. Um, so I I don't unmark the harm. I'm just closing the wound, correct? Correct. You okay. are deleting the narrative element of the wound, but you are not deleting the mechanical element of it. Correct. Okay, just making sure about that. Yeah. So everybody joins up. No one is looking too, too banged up. The combat experience of fighting these things on your way up here, everybody was able to handle their opponents pretty handily. So mm -hmm. how do you proceed now, players? The north half of the town is being cleared out, but it is not done being cleared out. And there is still probably an unknown number of these things lurking about in the north half of the bay. Question, the north half of the town is the town that's like on the hills and stuff, right? Yeah, it's the whereas the south half that you were in is more grid like it's it, there's definitely like rectangular blocks like a mainland city would have. This is much more like wiggly and built on hills and at angles. Yeah, it's much less orderly. I was messing around on Google Maps in it for just because I was interested. And yeah, there's like an entire like the entire north half of the town is like on hills and stuff. <laughs> um, I'm going to take this opportunity to, now that we've sort of got a foothold going, I'm going to say to everyone assembled, if I have, I don't know if I said this when I found out, but I'm going to say it now that, so I've got information that this is probably not just happening in Avalon. We should probably be checking what is there, there's like two towns on this island right two harbors in Avalon yeah there there are other points where people might be living two harbors is one of them there is also the Catalina Island Marine Institute oh. and you said that to the other ravens you didn't say that to the DHEA people so this is news to Ashley well, shit, then I'm letting Ashley know that I don't know what what I was thinking in the past, but yeah, uh, I let Ashley know that uh, now that we have established a bit of a foothold, these things are probably in other places other than Avalon. I don't think it's localized just to Avalon. I don't think it's like outside of Catalina, though. Okay, so with that information, Ashley will start, you know, we'll get on her radio and start, like, getting status reports from Jacobson, asking how thoroughly they've cleared out their half of Avalon. And Alex reports that, you know, they don't have definite numbers, but they are doing their best. They are making headway, just sort of doing, and, you know, he uses more military lingo, but they are doing, like, standard search and destroy sweeps through the north half of the town. We are Oscar Mike. 
Miss Hassan called it correctly, they are quite susceptible to light, bright lights of any sort. If you don't light them outright, they will also cover their eyes momentarily, which leaves them quite vulnerable. So it's a good effective strategy. Oscar Mike means on the move. I never knew that. All right, all right. Well, we do all have flashbacks on us, so, uh, and she gets on her radio and relays to Jacobson, you know, if you are having a particularly tough time with one of them, you hit them with a flashbang, it will blind them permanently. And you, and it's like the second she says that, you immediately hear the bangs of a couple of flashbangs going off. Like, obviously they are having more problems than you guys did, what with your nonsense magical abilities. Well, they're the NPCs, of course they are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did I, I did tell uh, Ashley when I got the vision that they have like a queen or something, right? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 no, I don't believe that you did. I fucking goddamn it! What is wrong? No, because the session ended like right after that. Is I think the problem, and I think I was just kind of like eager to not write this up. Okay, you know what? You were worried about evacuating all the civilians. Yeah. So second or a second uh, fucking piece of information. There's some sort of like queen. I'm gonna I'm gonna say queen. I don't really know thing that is in charge of these, I I did some fucking magic bullshit to figure this out. Hey, Steiner. Hey, y'all. Roll me sharp. Give okay. me a brain roll. Jimmy Neutron brain blast Give me a brain roll. blast. Use 13. that big, beautiful brain of yours. 13. So there's a very good chance that this queen figure is one of the things you saw in your vision and based on Roxanne's description of it I I assume she describes what she saw it's probably the medium sized one alright the small one or was it the medium which one was fighting the other two was it the small one or the medium the small one was trying to get close to the big and medium ones you you couldn't discern an intent in getting close, it might have been to attack, it might have been for some other reason. And the big and medium ones were attacking the small one. Hmm. Alright. How do I relay that without sounding like a crazy person? <laughs> also, while while you are thinking that and exchanging information, Emery has stepped away from the group and is on their phone. God, like, I want to know what the f- what Emery is talking about, but I'm not going to fucking eavesdrop on Emery. Um, actually, I have a move that I've barely used that I might want to try and do myself that would involve me getting on my phone. So, I want to roll Mentor. See if Sifu Ho knows anything about these. And, like, if what he would know about three of these things doing that would involve. Okay, well, All right. give me the roll. Okay, so that's a sharp roll. Yeah. Thirteen, so I'll read it out loud since I haven't mo- used this move too much. Uh, you have a mentor in a second. I think sec- this is the second time. Yeah, and the first time I fucking failed, so this went much better this time. Uh, you have a mentor in the sect. When you contact your mentor for info, roll plus sharp. 
on a 10 plus, which I got a 13, you can get an answer to your question, no problem. Okay, so Sifu Ho picks up the phone, answers it, and asks how you're doing. Uh, I'm... Could be better. Uh, we're, I'm currently on a job, and I was wondering if you could provide any insight. And then I will explain the uh, the vision and see if he can help us out with deciphering what exactly might be going on there. I, I assume you give him the entire context and not just the vision. Yes, I'll, I'll, I give him the, the entire context. Yeah. I wouldn't just be like, hey, there's this thing. No, no, I, I, I would give him the context that he needs as well. Okay. And tell me again, what exactly is your question here? I don't really have a specific question. I, before I started rolling that, I didn't know I needed to just ask a question. But I'm like, I'm trying to see if he would know anything more about Sahagan than we do to see if he could, like, give us any insight onto what that particular power play was and like what these big little medium ones were okay well what he gives you is he has no insight on what the little one is he doesn't know what's up with that but he can tell you that he does know Sahagans have a sort of weird hierarchical structure where as Roxanne has surmised, there is a sort of queen who is also the mother of all the standard Sahagans, the ones that you've been fighting. Mm -hmm. And she has a sort of connection with them. There's also a king. Okay. And the kings tend to be more solitary creatures and are hyper dangerous. The king and queen both are hyper dangerous, but the king especially. And, you know, presumably this little one, whatever it is, is some kind of threat to the both of them, which is why they are attacking it in the vision. All right. Okay, so we've got a king, a queen, and something else. And obviously they don't like the something else, so maybe we should try and figure out what's going on with that. Okay, so that that's more than what we had before, I would say, so I will thank him, and then I will promise the next time I call him, it will not be for business-related reasons. I, I know it seems like every time I call him, like, in the game, it's for business, and like, I, I swear... Grant probably calls him in between stuff when he's not doing things to just just to talk. Hey, what you doing? Wizard <laughs> stuff? I mean, yeah, they probably would compare notes, honestly. So around the time your phone call ends, Emery's ends, and they go over and, like, pull Ashley aside and say something quietly into her ear, and she looks disturbed but she nods at them and then just comes back to the rest of the group okay what's up um just just um figuring out stuff for the evacuees um don't don't worry about it right now okay 
so, um, what are we thinking? What's 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 our plan from here? Um, we still have all the ones who might be in the bay, although we m- might be able to uh, just leave them for the time being. If we have a king and a queen, we need to go stamp out. Yeah. From the sounds of what my mentor was telling me, it sounds like if we take care of the queen, there might be some sort of lost connection. They might actually just wander off or just, you know, become way easier to deal with. So maybe we should make a beeline for the king and queen. I mean, I'm with Grant on this. Taking out the the head seems like a good idea. We could split our forces. Uh, we've got an idea what we're dealing with, and if we find the king and queen, we've kind of removed any other variables that might pop up. The ravens us could go try and find the at least one of them and if we take out one of them then basically what I'm suggesting is having the DHEA keep up search and rescue efforts and we go handle trying to take the head off this thing I mean yeah we don't know we don't know if light is like their weakness or if it just affects them strongly but well as Hagen these things, they just seem to die from dying. But Yeah, but they're minions. They do that. Yeah. Alright, well, I don't see how we're gonna figure it out unless we find the damn thing. Like I'm not I'm not expecting to find a one of them dropping a book that tells us I don't know. Some how fishkin to kill my vellum, liege lord. Fishkin vellum <laughs> that says very important, do not let fall into an- hands of enemy. Weakness of queen and king. Hello there, travelers. I'm the fish queen. Would you like some cookies? None of them contain licorice, which is a deadly, deadly poison to my species. (laughs) (laughs) Not the first time someone's brought up licorice poisoning with me this week. All right. So that sounds like a plan. Ashley is going to have all of the rank and files that are with your group go back up Jacobson. She is going to stay with you guys. Did I manage to convey the information of there's probably three of them and one of them is trying to fight the other two in a way that makes me not sound crazy like I don't straight up say an angel told me this. Wait, (laughs) are there three of them? I thought there were two of them plus the Sahak. No, there's, I got the vision from uh, what's his name? Cam. Cam, thank you that there are uh, there was a big one, medium one and a small one and the small one was trying to go towards the other two and the other two were trying to fight it off or something. Yeah. The based on that relationship, the third one, the small one is not the bog standard Sahagans. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's some completely unknown third party. Can I just say like uh Due to magical bullshit, I am aware uh, of information. Yeah, I mean, like I feel like Ashley would just accept. I already at literally this point. said I know because I did magic bullshit. So you could probably make that same excuse. Yeah, and you've obviously undergone some sort of like extremely violent magical change recently, Steiner, but with having ten years shaved off of your face. Right. 
So, so you could just say, uh, I've got some magic horseshit going on, and occasionally I get visions now. They are correct. Not in front of my new DHEA friend. We were bonding. <laughs> we killed fishmen together. You can say that after she leaves. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to be sure that that information had been distributed. Yep. All relevant parties are now aware that there is some small third party that the probably king and queen have a problem with. So, where do the six of you want to go? I've given you two names so far. Two harbors and the Marine Institute. But there's also a bunch of other, like, minor places about the island. You can see on the map that I gave you, there's Blackjack Campground, Little Harbor Campground. These things don't give off much of a heat signature, did they? Uh, they are deep-sea fish cold. Yeah. So so they do, they do stand out against the environment. You were able to see them when you observed them from the air. Via your drone with uh, thermal vision. I have an idea. These, uh, mm -hmm. the Sahagan are, like, in some way magically kept alive, right? Like, because there's something beyond biology that keeps them alive. Yeah, they are definitely able to keep fighting past points where their bodies should give out. Like, Grant tore the fucking throat out of one of these things and it kept going. I mean, people do that, too. Adrenaline is a hell of a thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, there, there is definitely magical propulsion in addition to biological processes. So then, I would have to assume that the king and queen, at least, are probably more magical. Oh, most certainly. So, what I was going to propose is, could we try and, like, make a... Like a compass, but rather than working on magnetism, could we make a compass that works on magic? That points at whatever the biggest magical thing within a certain radius is. It would probably just that point might at be me. Steiner. <laughs> yeah, probably Steiner. There is... Th that's a good idea. I would like to offer this other thing. We do have two characters who just straight up have magic vision. I thought we'd already tried that, which is why I was suggesting this. No, I haven't we tried We did not my... try that. I have not tried my stinky wizard eye yet. No. And, you know, one of you can conditionally just fucking elevate. Like, to the point of where you could potentially observe all of Catalina at once. Roxanne picks up Grant and jumps big. But I think Cat means the drone. No, I mean the stick. Grant, Grant has a stick. That can I have a. I have a stick. Fly. Yeah. Fifteen minutes of flight. Worth a shot. And so. it's up to you if you want to use it. I mean, if nothing else, you'll be getting a hell of a view. Yeah, like I can't think of any other situation where I might want to use it soon-ish. I mean, not that I know what the hunts are going, but I definitely know it's not going to be helpful for fighting underground against an angel. So Yeah, and me thinking about the final hunt, the the next one, I don't see that don't see it being too too useful then either. So it's now or never. So I choose now. 
All right. So you pull the little black stick out of your backpack and snap it and... Uh, just give a quick radio through the to the DHEA. Please do not shoot the flying thing. Yeah, yeah, don't shoot uh, the thing that looks like it's a fucking angel. <laughs> yeah, that's one of ours. And this this is definitely the first time Ashley has seen this of these massive black feathery wings just explode out of your back. This time I remember to take off my vest and my shirt. I like this shirt. <laughs> I'm just going to turn. <laughs> Gift from a witch. Ah, yeah, okay. I pat Grant on the back and say, all right, Warren, up in the sky. All right, I take flight and I go looking. All right, say say the word, Bart. Say the word. Peekaboo. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) And roll me probably investigate a mystery and okay. give yourself a plus one. Okay. For Vox and I. Hey, I can ask literally fucking anything. Yep, you get two and you can ask me anything. Anything within reason. Yeah. Do I see anything that would give away the fact that they are hiding there? <sighs> okay. As you zip about the island, because you can fly at pretty high speeds. Hildy made the wings to fly fast because she found that fun. Okay. So you are able to scan the whole island and you find, you know, a, a whole bunch of like small magical signatures. There's obviously like Sahagin dotted across this entire island at this point that this this is a full-scale invasion force. Mm-hmm. But there are two points that, while they don't shine like beacons into the heavens, it's more like they are causing the sea beneath them to glow. And one of them is in two harbors, and the other is in the Marine Institute. Where is the Marine Institute? I can't seem to find that on here. It is along the sort of northern coast of the island. It's closer to Avalon than two harbors, and it's on the coast. Okay. Like, it's one of the things you can do while at the Marine Institute is go snorkeling. So all of the buildings are very close to the coast. All right. So that's one question answered. You've got another hold. Do I see a signature that is maybe between those two signatures? Like, to see if there's, if like, the small one exists and is magical? Ah, you're trying to figure out if the third figure is about. Okay. Yeah. So here's what here's what I'll give you. Here's what I'll give you. You you spend a few extra minutes because you've got all the time in the world to do this little scouting run, considering how fast you can fly. And you c- 
cover the island pretty thoroughly, and none of the small signatures stand out in any way. Like, they all register in the same way through your vox and eye that tells you, like, okay, all of these are Sahagin. That's either the king or the queen. That's either the king or the queen. Nothing here is out of the place. So you get frustrated because where is this fucking third figure? And so you just you fly up and stare at everything. And a few miles off from shore, there is a tiny magical signature in the ocean. Huh. And as you watch it, it is definitely getting closer. It's not getting closer quickly. It's not like speeding. It's not tearing ass through the water. But there is something approaching the island from the northwest. Northwest. Okay, so like, it be that way. Yes. From the ocean. Yes. It is in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. All right. I will fly back down and report There's my find. Does this take more than 15 minutes? No. No. Oh. I'm not going to have Grant fucking rediscover gravity in the middle of this scouting mission. Grant would have what? something like on Damn his phone, up. like a 10 minute timer. So that way he yeah. would. It'd be really funny. It would be really <laughs> funny. Me. It'd also just be completely unrealistic. Yeah. Grant would put a fucking timer of 10 minutes on his phone and when that starts beeping that's when he starts going down regardless of his if his scouting mission is done or not but it seems to have successfully worked so i will fly back down meet up with the rest and report my findings as i put my shirt and vest back on oh all right all right um so uh roxanne you said that uh the the, the, the queen and the foot soldiers are connected? That was the impression I got. It seemed like the queen was, like, communing with the foot soldiers in some way. It might be that the All queen, right. like, gives them a magic, gives them what makes them connected. Otherwise, normally they're not. Alright, and, and and Grant, you said uh, your your teacher said that the king is solitary? Yeah. Okay, okay, so it's probably the king at Two Harbors and the queen at the Marine Institute. Um, we should probably hit the, the, the Marine Institute first if we're thinking that taking out the queen will weaken all of the foot soldiers. We want to make our evacuation plans easiest. Does, does somebody want to take a boat and try and pick up our third party. I can do it. I mean, I feel like it makes the most sense for me to do it, considering if the third party ends up being dangerous, I can escape easiest. And if it ends up being that they're our ally, you can just bring them here even faster. That's wishful thinking, but yeah. I mean, you've gotten a pretty good hold on that. These things are anything like any other sexually dimorphic species, especially fish. The queen's going to be significantly larger than the male, so anyone going there should be prepared for a hell of a fight. 
Ashley speaks up. I think that's all of us. I think that's everybody who isn't going after whatever Grant saw out in the middle of the water. I think we're all going after the queen. Jacobson can handle things here on the ground. He's a professional. He's good at his job. For lack of a better plan, not as your shade, I don't mean that in that way. Not. Let's just go. Let's just go. All right, so Roxanne can load up into one boat. Everybody else can load up into a different boat. And you all start speeding off towards your targets. Roxanne, you're just sort of heading in a general direction. Grant gave you a heading, but he doesn't have like GPS sensors in his brain, so you're oh, going to have to do a little bit of searching out there. That would be I a hell of a thing. That would be a hell of a thing if my Vox Nye was like, yeah, here's the exact GPS coordinates. Got like a little Game Boy printer in your noggin and it prints out a little map. <laughs> <laughs> it comes out of my mouth. Nice, I can print out all the Pokemon stickers. No! <laughs> Hey, remember those glasses Grant made so people could see uh, the Pale Rider's sword? I don't know why I called him the Pale Rider when I know it, when I know the name, but like, you can yeah. like put those on just in case those will help me spot it. Like, I imagine the effect is probably not like Kinsey for miles, but like, I think Grant gave me one of them at some point or another. I assume he made enough to equip the entire California Ravens conglomerate. Right. And I would just have it on, ha- have mine on me is what I'm getting at. Sorry. Yeah, you, you've got a hammer space. You could just like tuck it in there and then pull it out whenever you want it. If I recall correctly, I used fairly shitty sunglasses or something like that. So that way there were extras in, just in case. Yes. I put on a pair of shitty sunglasses and drive through the drive across the ocean at night. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I've got other eyes, okay? I mean, yeah, you, you can see through. You, you can be blind except on a single wavelength through two eyes and see everything else perfectly through the 16 other or whatever. I've got them on my I've got them on like my upper eyes, so it looks cool. <laughs> the bridge of the glasses is kind of like going across my my like middle eyes so it doesn't really work super well but you know style is important so Roxanne we're gonna have to leave you behind a bit because it was a couple miles out so the other team, the Institute team, is going to reach their destination well before you. So, Institute team, you, you just beach your boat. Is the, the pier in a combat situation doesn't look safe. It's long and thin, and while it is sturdy enough for, like, human transportation, you are dealing with a marine threat, and you don't want to be putting yourself on a long pier above the water that's asking to get your legs cut out from you and piranhaed yeah so you all disembark onto the beach and there's a couple of buildings immediately around you there's a big 
surf shack kind of building. There's lots of surfboards posted out front. And then like immediately behind that, there's a kind of like shower area and you can see wetsuits hung up. And there's a couple other buildings immediately around you that you you can't tell the immediate purpose. They're all kind of small and squat. And you are flanked on your north and south by hills that rise pretty steeply. There's actually a pretty sheer drop probably to encourage visitors to not go wandering off up there. And you have a, a kind of wide path, like maybe, I don't know, like five dozen yards wide that just goes back into the island and you can see that the sand turns to grass back there and there are yet more buildings that almost have a kind of like mission feel to them. They're they're old and brown and have like sweeping archways and peaking roofs and it's quiet here. The only thing around here that's making a sound that you can notice right off the bat is there's a fucking bison just kind of grazing on the grass. Huh. Sup? It disregards you all entirely. That's a real thing, by the way. There's a fucking bison population on Catalina Island, and they just occasionally will wander into the Marine Institute to graze on the grass. They're real chill, unless you fuck with them, and then you'll die. <laughs> yeah. That's most herbivores. Yeah, that's, that's most cows. So just kind of walk around them. Yep. In a couple hundred thousand years, it will return to the ocean. All right. So, everybody, how do you proceed? Well, magic vision on, quickly and quietly trying to locate. You know the ge- general size of this thing? Is it like too big to fit in like a room like just like would it hit the ceiling if it tried to fit in just like an average human room Uh, well you don't know the general size of this thing exactly you sort of know based on Roxanne's vision it's probably actually smaller than the Sahagans really Yeah, I know you had that thing that you said about, you know, the females being bigger in marine life, but these are magical things. So is the king the big one? Could be. Could be. No one has seen the king at all. Oh. Uh. Or it might be that the king is tiny. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? Roxanne's out in the bay looking for something the size of a clownfish. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so Steiner said magic vision on yeah yeah, and I, I kind of corrected an assumption and you were halfway through a thought so finish your thought well I guess if it's small to fit in the building we're gonna have to check these buildings quickly and quietly yeah just could be anywhere here then alright well considering the both of you have magic vision one or both of you can roll investigate a mystery at a plus one. I shall do that thing because my sharp is high. Yeah, same. Grant's got the better roll. Okay. All right. That's fair. Uh, That's a 12. You get your advanced effect again. Yeah. 
rolling hot right now, so that means I'm going to eat shit when the actual combat starts. Honestly, I kind of wanted just to ask a question that's on the list of where did it go? Like, did, can are there like any sort of weird tracks that we can follow that would uh lead us to the location of this thing, be it king or queen? All right, well, whichever one it is, number one through your Vox and I, you at least have a heading. This thing is giving off enough magical energy that it's, it's and it isn't, again, like shooting up like a beacon for you to find. It's, it's more low and spread out. So you know you don't have to go wandering off into the hills to find it. You have a general direction to go. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like signs that it's this way, no, actually. Okay. There's no like knocked over trees. There's no gouges in the earth. Nothing looks to be disturbed out here. In that case, I also want to ask yet another question from investigate from the actual list, which is what is being concealed here? Like what? Mm. What are we fucking missing? Like what's what's going on? I I think what all I can give you off of that is that whichever of the two it is is capable of moving like a human. Like a human wouldn't leave a massive trail as they went through here. Mm. So this thing has a human-like impact on its environment. So there's like but, but there's no like footprints or anything so is it like sticking to like the paved roads and stuff seems to be okay well it is more intelligent than I get again more intelligent than I gave it credit for uh, maybe Steiner can ask a question on there with the context that uh, Steiner would have because I don't think what sort of magic was cast here will help us out very much Steiner you do have one hold from your nine so it's not leaving a trail. It's roughly people-sized. Okay. Um, I use what happened here. Is it like what was it doing here? Is it just like move on, or was it like hold up here for a while? So there are footprints on the beach, and a lot of them are human because it's a place where humans go to do marine research. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of. Sahagan footprints on the beach. And if the queen is like breeding them, then this might have been the staging ground for that. Okay, so it was here, it kind of held out here for a while. Did it seem like it left? Like, are these footprints, are they like spaced out like it's walking away or was it running? Well, here's the thing. You know it's still here because the magic signature is still here. It hasn't wandered Uh, off somewhere else. It's hiding out somewhere around here. You just don't know where exactly. And if you go bumblefucking your way into every room, it's a good way to get jumped. But what happened here is if this is the queen... This was probably the staging ground for breeding the invasion force that's currently all over the island. So this has been going on for a while, then. Uh, since Halloween. 
Yeah, since Halloween. For a calendar month. And just, like, nobody said anything. Nobody noticed. It's fucking wintertime right now. So nobody's out here? This is the research station. I thought there'd be people, like, doing stuff. Uh, I don't think... I don't know if it's year-round. But also she might have... She might be hidden somewhere. That might be something to think about. Where would she have been able to post up for a calendar month and not be noticed while mm. breeding a hundred of these monsters. Right, so we'd want something with enough cover that it could safely move to and from the beach without being seen. And obviously it found that because it wasn't seen. And I don't know if it lays its eggs in the water or the land... Presumably the land, if it has to come out of the water to do its breeding. Well, this is a research station for marine life. There might be sources of water on land. Like artificial ones that the researchers have created. Alright, so can we locate the research? Like, they gotta have tanks. Where would be the biggest tanks in here? holding tanks or whatever they got. Alright, alright. So, I can't remember if this actually exists. Whatever. I'll declare that it does for narrative's sake. As you stand on the beach and sort of look around trying to figure out your bearings, there is a map of the Research Institute. Or at least the, the part of it that's at Toyon Bay, where you are. And as you look over it, there are a couple of points that might fit that purpose. There's a couple of freshwater tanks for the people who live here. There are vats where larger marine life is kept for study. There's like shark tanks, essentially. They're not hosting great whites in here, but for local shark wildlife, you might take one and put it in a tank to study it. And then there are a couple of places that seem like they might have smaller things in it. A couple of places where, based on the names, they might have like regular-sized fish tanks and like pools for smaller marine life, like essentially indoor-simulated tide pools. Okay. If this thing's coming out of the ocean to breed, it needs an environment that it can't find in the ocean. A lot of species lay eggs in fresh water that then turn, though when they grow up, they turn to salt water. So I want to check the freshwater tanks. All right. I will go with him just to make sure he does not get jumped. So I I won't make you roll to find the freshwater tanks because they're big and obvious. But as you get close to them, I want to have you either roll sharp or cool, and I'm not sure which. Am I reacting or trying to spot something? You're trying to notice some things. That seems sharp, then. Yeah, okay. Roll me sharp, then. Roll me eyeballs and earballs. Okay, I got a nine. 
a nine. I got three three okay. actually. So with a nine, th- there's not just the one tank. There's like five of them. And you can tell as you like get close to where they are and like turn your magic goggles on and off. Like you can't tell exactly which one, but it's in one of these five tanks. Okay. Well, let's back off and try to get the others up here. Yeah. Magpie, Emery, and Ashley will join you. Signal to them and they'll come up. No, it's one of those. Uh, is there any way to drain them? They're making a lot of noise. Could you, could you freeze one? If we can figure out which one it is, can you freeze it? Not without making a lot of noise. Loud no, tag. Yeah, loud tag. <laughs> um, I, I will reply. Not without making a lot of noise. All right. Um, can I read a bad situation? to try to locate which tank. Uh, I might not give you which tank exactly, but you can definitely read about the situation and ask some questions. That seems appropriate. Okay. Oof. Oof. That's a six. First failure. Do you want to spend luck? Mm-hmm. Does Grant want to help out? Turn yeah, that I'll, into a seven. Uh, actually, I've turned that into an eight, but yeah, that wouldn't matter if it was a seven or an eight. Um, so I'll try and help out, yeah. Helping out your friends is cool. Both have the same goal, we're trying to do the same thing. Eight. So now mine is an eight. Yep. Alright. Grant, I will keep the consequences of that eight under my hat for the time being. Yep, just put a pin in it. So Steiner, you can ask one off of read a bad situation. You know, the thought just occurred to me is that in colony animals, the queen usually doesn't go without a guard. So are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Well, you still can't tell precisely which tank she's in, but you can tell that she's definitely not in two of the tanks because there's something else in there. It's difficult to see without, like, pressing your eyeballs against it and scrutinizing it with your magical lenses. But there is a signature coming from the tanks that is not the queen. I'm just going to quietly try to point those two tanks out. Just, like, hold my hand, like, up, just, like, hold on. It's not those two but we definitely have Queen definitely has backup. Mm-hmm. That's the only one I got. So probably safe to assume the other tanks that are not the Queen also have Sahagan in them. Probably. So you're looking at four Royal Guards and a Queen. So, what do you do, players? If you have no thoughts right now, we can switch to Roxanne and finish out the session on her. Hold on. Um, I'm going to ask you this. So, Doors of Perception, uh, one of them is analyze a clue, allowing you to investigate a mystery in a way that you would not normally be able to. Could I use that to narrow down which one's the queen without, you know, having to slap my face against the tanks? So, what that would do is you would roll Doors of Perception, which is use magic. Right. So you would roll use magic, you would select that, 
And then you would roll investigate a mystery and ask me a question and I would be able to give you things based on that. Would that help us in this scenario or would that just be more wasting time? It depends on how things goes. Potentially, yes, that could grant you what you need. Okay. I'm pretty confident in one of my weird and sharp rolls. So, unless Grant, right. if you have anything you want to do? I cannot think of anything. Alright, so I make a use magic roll. Mm-hmm. There's a nine. It's a nine. Unless Grant wants to try to help out, that's going to have a glitch effect. Are you okay with the glitch? Yeah, let's have a glitch. I've rolled really good so far, with the exception of that last one. Okay. Alright, what's your glitch? Uh, just uh, immediate unwelcome attention. Well, okay. That seems counter to what we're trying to do, but yeah. That's the best one I can think of. We come here to f- kick ass anyway. Yeah. Yeah, alright. I mean, we're about to. F- well, either one way or another, we're going to find out which tank the Queen is in. <laughs> And now, with that established, which I will play out in a moment, roll me investigate a mystery. Seven. Good enough. You can ask one. Well, uh, where did it go, I guess? Where is this motherfucker? That sounds like the correct question. So, you tune all of your magical instruments and your mind together, and you for lack of a better way to put it just sort of like lick your perception across the inside of all of these tanks and there is definitely one that is not like the other quickly point that one out and quickly is all you have time to do because you you point and then you can't move anymore hmm Like, you feel your entire body just lock up. And it isn't psychological. It's your body is being held still. Your brain is screaming at your muscles to move. And it it isn't even like you're straining against a pair of hands wrapped around your arm. It's your body isn't moving. And... Grant, you turn your head to look at the tank Steiner pointed out, mm-hmm. and you can't move either. Cool. That's the consequences of my eight. Yep. Okay. You are stuck staring at this completely frozen. Okay. Roxanne. Yes. You are in your little speedboat looking for a little something out here in the water somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's a big ocean, and your only tool at the moment is a pair of cheap sunglasses you've got glued onto your forehead. How are you conducting this search? Oh. I know exactly what I want what I'm going to do. Uh-huh. I'm gonna use a rote. Okay. Yeah. 
it's not even like a particular object. It's just like something at random. The boat, the boat that you're on. I uh, cast my fascinate rote on the boat so that when I, you know, things are going to be interested in me, sure, but I want something interesting to be interested in the boat. Presumably it will, I don't know, jump on board, maybe? That seems like a thing it might do. All right, so you pull the game disc out of your hammer space, you know, thread your finger through the hole, spin it around for a bit while concentrating, and and you cast your custom spell, Roll Plus Weird. I rolled an 11. You rolled an 11. All right. So you, you just sort of fire this fascination spell out in the direction you're trying to hit everything. And... I mean, I figure I'm putting it on an object, so that's the whole thing. Like... Oh, yeah, no, okay, the target is obsessed with an object I transfer the attack onto. So, yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Just sort of, you just sort of target that way. Because you know that's the general direction of whatever this thing is. And, you know, it, it doesn't happen immediately. Grant told you that this thing doesn't have a very high mobility. So you're just sort of sitting there spinning the disc on your finger, waiting for something to happen. And it takes like 10, 15 minutes. You had already sailed out a pretty good ways, but you might have been a good ways out even then. But eventually, there is this small, soft thump on the side of your boat. Oh. And as you turn your eyes to that side of the boat, there is a magic signature in the water directly next to your boat. It is touching your boat now. I... I'm gonna hope this thing is, like, intelligent enough to communicate with. The thought just occurred to me that... What I might have been seeing might not have represented physical scale, but like magical power. So this little thing might be huge. Oh. I mean, if it was huge, it probably would have fucking tipped the boat over. I don't know. I knock on the side of the boat to see if maybe it'll like, if I'll get its attention at all. Just a little. Yeah. On the side of your boat. There is, there is a, a plish that scans to you as startled. Like, this thing was not expecting something else to be on this boat for some reason. And I'm just gonna... I don't know. I hope it can... I don't know how well it's gonna be able to hear me from underwater, but I'm just gonna be like, Hey, uh, you down there? You come up to talk? Can you talk? Uh, Hi? Hi. Uh... Pardon the the whole magic dealy, but uh, I needed your attention. Uh, sorry, I can't see you. I don't suppose you can come out so I could talk face to face with you. Ah uh, no! Ah no! English bad. I'm going to use magic to communicate 
with it something that I do not share language with. Am, am I going to be talking to a fucking Kappa? Or something? Give me the roll. It's a fucking <sighs> Namazoo. Oh, I cast a rose, so I have a forward. Uh, yes, you it's do. A little, it's a little catfish walking on two legs. It doesn't matter. I rolled an eight, so I get a glitch. Uh-huh. I'll just take one harm. Okay. Yeah, I'll just... I'll just eat a harm, it's fine. I can heal myself easier than everyone else can. Alright. So, now you can speak this thing's language, and you can just, like, tell as you cast it's Japanese. <sighs> I'm going to say, let me try that again. Hi. Sorry, I don't want to bother you, but you seem to be wrapped up in some business that I'm also wrapped up in. Could you, uh come up here to the surface so we can talk space to face roll manipulate someone okay time to make another weird roll it's a seven um you're you're not gonna hurt me are you I, no I don't want to hurt anybody in fact I'm explicitly out here cause like I trying to stop someone else from hurting other people Someone else that's not you. Who? Uh, I don't really know what they are, right? I guess they're like... They're a bunch of, like... Sahagin on an island, and they're killing a bunch of people. And you seem to be heading straight for that island. And I'm kind of curious what your deal is. If we're on, like, the same side of all this being honest. Yes. By the way, are you, like, staring over the side of the boat? Or are you just, like, sitting in the middle of it talking into the air? I'm, like, at the uh, side of the boat, but I'm not, like, staring over it. I'm, like, you know, I'm just talking in the direction I heard the thump from, but I'm not, like, looking down into the water. Okay. So, you give your explanation, and... There's a little bit of silence, and then you hear like a plish, 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 plish in the water, and then it stops, and your conversation partner says, I need some help. Uh, I look down at them, I guess, wherever the, I heard the voice from. And you can see in the moon's light this funny little critter. What a funny little critter. They're adorable and I love them! I can't wait for this thing to kill and eat me. <laughs> they they have scales, but they're like big scales. You can count them and you can, you know, you might need to go into six arm form, but you could probably count their scales on all of your fingers and toes. Mm-hmm. And it's it has a it's it's hard to tell in the moonlight, but there there is a sort of multicolored shimmering quality to their scales. It's difficult to say that they have a humanoid shape, but there is definitely a head, torso, legs kind of configuration. Although they don't have arms, 
their head is just this, you know, sort of round ball on the top of their torso. There's no neck structure. They have a beak in the middle of their head and it's round and soft looking and inside of it, it's the, the teeth are very small. They have big round eyes set into the front of their skull and hair, like kind of human hair, but it has the same multicolored shimmer that their scales do. And they have ears like sticking out of the sides of their head, but they're they're not the sort of like helix shape of the human ears. They they stick out and they're kind of flanged, almost webbed even. It's it's very aquatic, fin-like kind of ear. They're like frills. Yeah, frills, that's a good way to put it. And they have three legs that each end in three toes. And they're just sort of like bobbing in the water, like they're trying to get up enough speed to get out and jump out onto your boat. But they're not generating enough speed to do so. Oh, um, yeah. Do you want me to help you out there? Like, I can probably get you to the island faster and we can talk on the way yes please yes please I become six armed and grab the side of the boat lean over and grab them Jesus fucking Christ (laughs) you pull them out and they are like the size they are human baby sized baby Okay, when you say baby, do you mean baby baby or, like, toddler baby? A toddler baby. Okay. They're human-toddler-sized. I gently set them down on the boat. Like, most boats have, like, a seat on the back. I set them on the seat on the back. Mm Mm-hmm. They, uh... They are paying you a lot less mind than they are paying the boat. Oh, yeah, I, like release that like can that's a thing i can do right it's my magic i can unmagic it right yeah they kind of start like oh oh that was you that did that okay yeah sorry i was trying to get your attention i say as i like just angle the boat around slowly because like this this little one doesn't have arms and i don't want it to like go tumbling when i move the boat so i'm just like angling the boat back towards the island and I'm going to slowly build speed back towards the island while I talk. Alright. So, you're a little small. No offense. I'm not trying to be condescending here, but you seem a little small and harmless to be dealing with something that, um, going somewhere as dangerous as Catalina is right now. What's, What's going on, if you don't mind telling me? Uh, I I don't know too well. I just know that there are some bad fish on that island right now. And it's my job to get rid of them. Ah, funny thing. It's also my job to get rid of them. At least to get them away from the humans on the island. They do a kind of full body wiggle that Scans is pretty happy about it. But I'm very glad to hear that I'm not doing this by myself. Are you? I'm not trying to be condescending here, but like, are you going to be okay when we get there? I don't 
want to take you there if, it, if I'm going to get you killed. I don't really know you, but I would feel bad about it. Well, I, I have to do it. I, I have to get there. You know what? The world's a strange place. I'm going to go along with it. And I'll keep an eye out for you, okay? Okay. By the way, my name is, um, my name's Roxanne. I would offer to shake your hand, but, um, that feels like it's a little, like, uh, awkward in your situation. No, I understand. My name is Amabie. Amabie. It's a pleasure to meet you. Yes, it is, it is a pleasure to meet you, too. I want you to hold on, because I'm about to make this thing go much faster. And I just fucking... I'm not going to floor it, but I'm going to get closer to flooring it. All right. And that is where we will call the session. We made an adorable new friend. I made an adorable new friend. I hope they don't betray me. I would be really sad if they did. Yes, I would be <laughs> extremely distraught if they betray us. Where's that Brooklyn Nine-Nine quote when I need it? I've only known you for five minutes. But if anything happened to you, I would kill everybody in this room and then myself. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just keep finding pets. <laughs> I don't think Blackbird counts as a pet. Yeah, same. I've not found a pet. I have made a friend. How dare you? Exactly. So, I think we had precisely one failed role that didn't get fixed today. And that was from Steiner. So, Steiner, did you level up? No. All right. Also, that one roll did get fixed. That was... Huh. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do remember that. All right, then. Fuck me, I guess. So, good session, everybody. You successfully defended the town, and you did it quite handily. There were no further human casualties, in your sector, at least. We didn't lose any red shirts. Yeah. All the DHEA agents came out just fine under your watch as well. Good showing all around. And you have found the layers of the enemy bosses. Sort of. You know exactly where one is, and you kind of know where the other is. You at least know what town it's hiding in. And you have acquired small friend that Steiner knows is important somehow. Hey, Hooray! So, next time is going Fight. to be fighting, and uh, I've as I've kind of hinted at, it's it's gonna be a hell of a fight for all of you. I'm excited. I hope you all are excited. I am excited. I'm excited to protect my good new friend. I I am going to ask you all to not Google Amabie's name. Okay. I just assume 
Amabie is like a fucking Japanese mermaid or something. And Japanese mermaids are like weird or something. She is a real yokai. And she has some particular lore to her that I don't want you all to know until you find out about it in game. I will okay. refrain. That goes for you too. At home. Don't do that. No Google. Don't do <laughs> it. If you've already done it, purge that information out of your head. Uh, maybe. Place it with useless, unneeded information. Go watch like an episode of The Masked Singer or something. <laughs> but that'll be for you to find out about next time. As for this time, I hope my players had fun this time. Did. I did. I'm glad. And I hope our listeners had fun listening to it. And I hope you'll be here to listen to the next one. But until such time, take care. Have a good one. Good night. Good night, everybody. Stay safe.